Okay, other banter. Anyone else got any other banter? Uh, uh, Tommy, what, 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 what you going to overtake on this? Let's not know. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the WTF1 podcast. We are back here for the penultimate race of the season, the Brazilian Grand Prix. And there needs to be some divisions, some partitions, potentially, I don't know, put up between, I think, me and Tommy. But I don't know what Jess's opinion is. We'll find out. Obviously, we know what we're going to be talking about in terms of opinions. I'm Matt. I'm Tommy. And I'm Jess. You're back, Tommy, after your Mexico sabbatical. Yeah. Did you struggle watching your friend Jason, your best man, Jason, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, I missed uh, seeing you guys in a cupboard. You were in a weird cupboard, like it you might as well have been in Milton Keynes. It was an office. It was a boardroom. Yeah, it was. I didn't really get the Mexican vibe from it, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah, it it didn't really know. look anything like the Mexican vibe, did it? Yeah. Okay. So and I think we're got in Brazil, by the way. Are we? Yeah, we're in Brazil. We're really not. <laughs> it's freezing outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably got quite a bit to. Well, I say quite a bit to chat about. More, more like there's certain incidents which I think will. Uh, feature quite a lot of discussion get the timer on Ali so yeah yeah Ali will start screaming 40 minutes um let's get into some three word race reviews from fans so Finn underscore so Ock on the wingman Romeo Charlie 200 Esteban it's James (laughs) Johan V82 Verstappen true winner and TJ.0603 Esther ban Ocon Ban yeah. So shall we get into uh, the <laughs> instant at hand? We may as well. We may as well dive straight what in instant? because we're it's going to be. We're going straight, straight in. Straight in there. Yeah, because I mean the title's going to no say it. The thumbnail's going to say it. No warm up. No warm up at all. This is it. I'm we're not prepared for this. I, let's, let's I am straight in because there. my three word race review is don't blame Ocon. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, I don't know triggered. who's who should start. I've genuinely been start. looking forward yeah, to this podcast the entire day because I know that there's probably going to be a heated discussion. Even just before we were, I was watching the incident as you kept saying, stop watching the incident. Yeah. I'm fearing for your life right now, Matthew. Yeah. Let me Please just... don't shank me. <laughs> I'm so glad you said shank. <laughs> yeah. Unless I was about to say something nice about Max, I don't think it was going to be anything else. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Let's talk about the uh, the Max Esteban incident. I guess, well, in Internet's best reactions, which has gone out, people kind of know where I sit on this and the fact that it's not 100% to blame for anyone in my angle. I don't, in terms of the actual incident happening, it's Ocon's fault because Ocon's gone for something, a move that's stupid. He's gone for to, to unlap him. He's two laps down and he's gone to unlap himself on the leader. So I completely agree Esteban was stupid for going for it. But in terms of how Max dealt with it, I think he was just as as, as at fault for the actual incident happening. Do you want to describe the event? Sure. So this this hand is Max. This hand is Esteban. Actually. For audio, Sorry, audio, audio. audio. audio listeners, isn't it? So my hands are about <laughs> half a meter apart. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I mean, we we watched the video only just recently, which was quite impactful in my opinion. Was was the Esteban on board from Tommy? Sorry, it's taken what five minutes, and you've already hit your microphone. Or my microphone. Leave my microphone alone. Um, <laughs> Turns you off when you're saying bad things. So coming around the final corner, Esteban was probably a good six, seven car lengths behind Max, which not and we didn't see that in the F1 feed, did we? No. We didn't see any of this. We just saw... Force India Tama. have always had that insane straight line speed, haven't they? And, yeah. And the closing speed he had was... was insane. Unbelievable. I couldn't believe watching it. I was like, holy cow. And he was almost ahead of Max going into turn one it's safe to say like max would they have were side seen by him side. yeah definitely side by side uh, if not a tiny bit ahead uh, ocon and so max would have seen him because <laughs> I, li- I like how you're shaking your head max goes defensive into turn one so he knows ocon's coming he's gone off the racing line to defend his position which i'm gonna question obviously they're going 200 odd miles an hour so i'm not questioning that it's heat at the moment and it's this this has happened but he's gone defensive on a back marker that's that's my issue there I'm not going to continue right. my entire opinion because I might be here for five, ten minutes. So feel free to chime in. I mean, you... bearing in mind that this is coming from a Max Verstappen fanboy, just just as a <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, he's two laps down for a start. So why he went for for the move? I think the where I stand on it is that it's definitely Ocon's fault because you don't race the leader like that, and not only do you not race the leader like that. Even if he was fighting him for first place, it's a lunge that was just like Sebastian Vettel's lunge on Verstappen at Suzuka, where he wasn't really alongside. He was always going to close the door. He wasn't ahead of him. And, you know, like Esteban was trying to defend his 
move by showing clips of him overtaking Alonso. Which I thought was which, stupid. Yeah. I, I, that, which, I mean, Alonso was, was, you know... He's driving a tractor. Yeah, exactly. Like. He's That was stupid. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my opinion. And, and, and I completely agree on the fact that Ocon shouldn't have gone for the move. I completely agree with that. But yeah. the way I've kind of dissected it is that bit, fine, that's completely Ocon's fault. He shouldn't be racing the leader. But that situation is happening. Like, Max has seen that Ocon is going around the outside. That's when you don't turn into turn two the way he did. Because, okay, he may have assumed that Ocon wouldn't, but what's assumptions make an ass out of you and me, as a lot of people say. But then in Hungary, Vettel, when Bottas did that stupid move up the inside of Vettel and Vettel chopped him off, we were all defending Vettel because we were like, well, why would Bottas come back at him? Because... Vettel obviously wasn't going to think that Bottas was going to outbreak him. It's exactly the same as Ocon, where you go, why is a guy that's two laps down, not not even alongside, like, if, if Ocon wanted to go for that move, which he is is legal... What is going on outside? Carry on. Um, the Samba. <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh, if he goes for that move, like... Don't worry, I can't hear it. It's fine, carry on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's going for that move... He needs to be a hundred percent, like he needs to be breezing past him, DRS on the straight and way ahead into the corner. But he's not—he's not outbraked him, and he's not ahead on the straight. He's lunging round the outside, and then lunging into a corner when he's not got the move. And Charlie Whiting, I feel, is right when he said that Vettel, sorry, Vettel, mm. uh, Ocon, is you know. Even if that move was on the lead of four position, he still would have got a penalty. Because Which I don't agree with personally. If that was a race for the... Like, he was more than alongside coming into that turn two. So for me, I don't think that would have... If we're looking at the rules, okay, mm. it's a lunge, but he is he, his car, for audio listeners, was almost side by side. It wasn't halfway alongside. So for me, if that was... I'm saying if that's a, re- a battle for the lead, I don't think that would be a What do you think, penalty. Jess? Jess, please... Chime in. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's an interesting one. So from from my understanding, Ocon was told by the team to unlap himself. Yeah. So in that instance, you know that he 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 went for, he went for it. Um, I agree with Tommy in the sense that he didn't get the move in order to complete that move. He didn't get it done early enough. Mm-hmm. But I also agree with you in that I it was just a silly it was a silly move. To, to do in the f- in the first sorry I agree with you it was a silly move to do in the first place but I also agree that Max as the race leader had the right to that line and didn't need to give it up he 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 shouldn't have given up the line and Ocon shouldn't have been there yeah so from from my perspective even though like the closing speed was insane I, to be honest that video really did change my mind because mm. when I first watched it no. I was a hundred percent Ocon you absolute tit yeah but having watched that and having like listened to what was being fed back to Ocon what was being kind of said and then analyzing Max's moves as well I I, I for me yeah. it's it's almost racing the, uh, the, the yeah. only thing that video changed my opinion was was that it showed that Ocon, the force india is so much quicker in drs and had a tire advantage because he got a good run out that corner yeah for me all it showed that ocon should have just waited till the next corner but equally, and then he'd have breezed past him equally there. and i think this was a this was a a good point um that um was made in the in the in the cool down room was Lewis says to Max you had more to lose than Ocon so in theory Max could have just gone do you know what whatever we're not racing I'll move if you're gonna if you're gonna go for this mate I'm getting out of your way because it wouldn't matter like if Ocon had unlapped himself he's not racing Max and Max shouldn't have been racing Ocon the the fact that he did the fact that he made that choice to Regardless of whether the, the I still stand like I don't think that was a smart move from Ocon. Mm, I don't. It wasn't a smart <clears throat> move. But equally, I think it was rightly said that Max Max had that entire race to lose, and he lost it to somebody who was running in what P sixteen yeah. at the time. Yeah. What? Yeah. Like on what planet? Like so. That's why I, I can't I can't associate absolute blame to either driver. No. I think both drivers 
made poor decisions in the heat of the moment. Um, it's an awkward corner as well because, yeah, realistically, Verstappen, you say, oh, he should have let him through, but he's going into a corner where Ocon hasn't really got ahead of him at any point, fully, fully ahead. Yeah, well, he was. He was it was DRS, he, and he was gonna he was gonna get him out of turn three and down that straight anyway, which he mm. could have just waited for. And when they're going side by side into that corner, they're they're side by side, and and Verstappen, of course, like you were saying, is going to take his line. But equally, it's not it's not easy to back out of that because he's the race leader, and he's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to lose like three seconds to Hamilton by turning left into a right-hander maybe not but going onto the marbles but equally there have been incidences where other race leaders have made the decision to back out of a move in order to retain the long-term win so they might have lost time but i mean max was absolutely flying and lewis was struggling for pretty much that entire race and he'd have been getting fed that back on radio he'd have been like all you Mm. could hear over radio was lewis going I need info. Yeah, I need yeah, lap yeah. deltas. I need like these tires are going, guys. Like, what do we and do? Ma- and like, Max would have seen it in his uh, in his mirrors as well. Like, exactly. Hamilton wasn't there. He was four or five seconds down he the road. Not. And and I guess that's for me. Like, and I'm you know just to reiterate for people that maybe hear that all I'm saying is Max is at fault. It's not like Esteban was very much stupid for doing the move that he did. But at the same time, the thing that gets me after watching that on board was that Max went defensive you put Hamilton for fear of sounding like a Hamilton fanboy you put Hamilton in that situation he's he stays on the way. racing line and he'll just let Esteban go out the inside yeah. but he goes defensive obviously Max is thinking well, I can't let this Force India get in front of me what if his pace drops off and whatever yeah. and that's, but then that's blue flags that's, you know, he'll be blue flagged again mm. so for me he's got the better tyres than Hamilton the only way he loses that race is by hitting Ocon like, that's did. the only way and the, th- the really frustrating thing is he'd had a beautiful race yeah, until that point yeah he'd had a stunning race that overtake <coughs> on was it Seb Vettel, yeah, oh was my god I I almost stood up and applauded what into turn one that, yeah. that was ridiculous it was the most yeah. delicious thing I've seen <laughs> <laughs> honestly it was so good and I was like <coughs> world champion next year when yeah. I saw that yeah and he, well, he was driving such a mature drive, like every move was calculated and perfect and just like stellar. And he was managing his tires and it was just like, this guy li- has, is making everybody else. Mm. And considering... Even, Ham- even Hamilton, in the last few races, he had a, he's probably been better Hamilton than Hamilton. Hamilton had a horrible race. Yeah. For the past two races, he's yeah. had a horrible race. Yeah. And yet, this one, he came out and won. Mm. But that was a complete and utter fluke. But... It's just stuff like that. It's and I tainted think it. It's another tainted epic it. drive. But we were saying uh, it, it, it's, that was Max Verstappen in one race, taking a car from absolutely that shouldn't be winning that race, passing everyone, driving like an absolute god, being, you know, regardless of whose fault you was, it was unlucky that he got into that situation, whether you yeah. thought it was his fault or Ocon's fault. Yeah. It was unlucky yeah. that that happened to him because not many times a, a backmarker is trying to pass the leader, which, uh, which we can say Hamilton would have let, but it's never happened. Yeah, you know yeah. What I, mean? I was just going to say, which uh, brings us kind of nicely. We'll go, we'll go on to what drivers have said in a second, but how like their, their past may have actually had an impact in that as well. The fact that Ocon and Verstappen very much had a rivalry in previous yeah. formulas. Ocon won the Formula 3 title, but Verstappen then went on to be an F1 driver. And obviously next year, Ocon doesn't have a seat. So maybe there's a, an element of, of jealousy from Ocon. He, in, he, in, he won, Yeah, he wanted to stick one to Verstappen, even mm-hmm. if he's on fresher tyres and, you know, just to, just to get on the replays. And that's think, probably all he wanted. I think the biggest thing, and I think the reason why most people have an issue with it, and it's again, it's still the main issue why maybe I would assign 55% of the blame to Ocon, maybe a little bit more, probably a little bit more. Yeah. It was, there's a gentleman's agreement that you don't, a backmarker doesn't race the leader. That's the thing. That's the gentleman. It's, it's not a rule. Yeah, the gentleman's but agreement. But it's a gentleman's agreement that you don't race it, the it race has leader. It happened before. And like you say, realistically, you need you need to make 110% more, any like way more than any other move that you're going to make that move stick because yeah. you will look like an absolute clown if you screw it up. 
That's the thing. It's an, it's an unspoken rule, which is what people are sort of arguing about. Is that you know Ocon shouldn't have gone for it when in reality he has absolutely the entire right to do whatever he wants uh, in terms of overtaking. There's no rule that says you have to give the leader two car lengths more space or anything like no. that. It is a gentleman's yeah. agreement, and it's something that obviously a lot of people are latching onto and saying. Yeah, but he shouldn't race the leader. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to say he he doesn't have to. You no, know, that he's racing for himself. But not for Max. as Tommy Tommy says, if you cock and it yeah. up, oh my god, L- literally you the timing, like the, the timing for this as well in Ocon's career. Is and I mean, like the, the the thing that got me was like Guido was throwing up um, the time that it, didn't he hit he Weber? Because Weber, yeah. Weber, yeah. Weber was very angry about it, wasn't he? He was very angry, mm. and he like Weber, Weber. In fact, was like, sorry, is is, is Weber on your uh, list? I've got that quote. Okay, well, I, I don't know the quote, so yeah. I'll leave that one for you. Oh, thank you. Um, but he was showing gifts of, like, and again, this is kind of jumping ahead of the gun, sorry. But sorry. Like, that he was share, Weber was sharing gifts of him, like, shoving button after, like, their, like, little mm. fracas and on track. Um, mm. And, like, getting super heated. So what what was the quote that we've got down there? So uh, we'll, we'll go with my, uh, the, the negative ones first. So Mark Webber said, mental that a backmarker P16 nails the leader of the race at that level, total brain fade, and then an explosion brain emoji. Um, <laughs> K- Casey Stoner said, what was Esteban Ocon thinking? That may be the most thoughtless move I have seen in racing. Doesn't matter if he was unlapping himself, you don't impede the race leader. Yeah. Which again comes into the whole unspoken that rule. Um, but then on the other side, obviously Hamilton was the big person that was saying, you know what, I don't see that much wrong with what you know Ocon did. He said he can unla- unlap himself, you know, I think this was in the cool down room. He had nothing to lose. Uh, and then after being questioned about what Hamilton would do, he said, you know what I'd have done. You've got to make sure there's room. You know, so It's that's quite easy for him to say that. Though, it's easy to say, the but then when's Hamilton but make think, mistakes like that? And I think there has been evidence. Yeah. Like even, um, where were we? Was it Mexico? Yeah. There was an incident. I forget who it was, which is really annoying. But um, there was, a, there was an, an incident where he backed out of a move that he probably could have got done, but he went, it's not worth it. Because if I crash, I don't win the championship. Mm. And it, it, I think that is the only thing currently that's missing. Well, maybe a number of things. But that's one of the major <laughs> things that's missing from Max in terms of being... Well, yeah, he, he is a hot-headed personality. Yeah. You can't say that he isn't, obviously, oh, after seeing the... I've got some interesting points, but I'll leave it till the next discussion point. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's move on to... Uh... Who was, yeah, who was, who was for... Did you have, do you have drivers there being positive no, about them? No, th- there, was, there wasn't many that came no. out. Uh, especially, because no. uh, as you said, when you watched it, everyone was on the Ocon hate train, you know, and the amount that of was, messages. That was from oh, Felix uh, Costa, Costa, who was... My, that's that's not, my opinion of it. That's not pace, that's DRS. So that was about the fact that he, yeah, Ocon that was quicker, yeah. Yeah. Which, which I think he probably was if he'd got up yeah. quite that close. But anyway, uh, that's not pace, that's DRS. I can see Esteban's point of view. He has raced Max in the past and wants to prove a point. On the other hand, that looks like a move for the race lead. Way too far back, lunges around the outside, yeah. being a lap down, you can't race the leader like that. Yeah. I think the fact that it's a lunge is, is the, key. the real key thing i think personally yeah yeah and again i agree that ocon was stupid to try the move so i think we're in agreement with that it's just my my problem is how max dealt with with what was in front of him yeah cool yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) glad there was no claws coming out uh so jess moving on to your three word race review yeah hot-headed max and this was the scuffle so this is kind of like obviously leading on from it and i think you know having at that point when the race was over um, I think everybody was in agreement that that race was stolen from Max and everybody felt sympathetic for him. Um, <laughs> everyone was blaming Ocon because up until that point we hadn't seen all the footage. Um, I think, I still think people are probably going to assign <coughs> most blame to Ocon yeah. for that move. Um, and then he goes ahead and you can hear him. I mean, we have heard him make very threatening comments on the radio before. Mm. Uh, and not even just on the radio, in press conferences, you know, when he's been spoken to, like, hours after. Like, so, for instance, in Mexico, he was, like, threatening to punch, or he said he could have punched somebody. And then we yeah. get to him losing a race, yeah. not just qu- not just pole position, mm. but the race. And he gets out the car, and, he, and well, on the radio he goes, Ocon better I'm not be in, in the, the paddock, paddock. Yeah. because something's going to happen. Yeah. And lo and behold... This is literally, he's jumped out, he's jumped straight out of the car, taken his helmet him. off, put his hat on, gone to the, seen him, yeah. seen him at the FIA weigh-in, and gone for him. 
Yeah. And okay, no. I, from what I've seen, no punches were actually thrown. No. And from what Max has said, he Ocon, got triggered by Ocon, something. Ocon said Ocon something, said to, something him. to trigger him. So stupid of Ocon. But I guess you know when someone's coming at you. I reckon he probably said something along the lines of "You didn't leave me racing room" yeah. or something. He, I feel like he might thing, have like, said what something. Did, yeah. what, it, you never, in Max's never know. brain, in Max's brain, I think if Ocon had said anything other yeah. than "Sorry," he yeah. was going to get a punch. We need, yeah, yeah. we need Brendan Hartley to say because he's the one that he was turns there. around and, and goes, Bottas was there as well, wasn't he? Yeah. So maybe we Bottas just stood there. I f- that was the, f- the funniest thing I think about that video was the fact that no one Even, reacted. No. It was like when you see like someone having a fight and you're like kind of want to watch this yeah, in a, hor- in a horrible way like kind of like i should break it up but mm. also i mean it wasn't ex- it wasn't really a, it wasn't a, a fight. scrap was no, it? i think if the punch was, was thrown were, bottas was, would have come in and sorted them out there were some good i think yeah i think if if it had got to real fisticuffs people yeah. would have jumped in yeah, one yeah, thing yeah. i would say is that while um esteban definitely shouldn't have gone in again when max was walking away because it's the kind of thing where Max is clearly like if you Absolutely. saw someone being threatening to you, you wouldn't then go back to them no. and try and have a conversation. It was clear that he needed to be like calmed down, basically. And it's it's one of those things, isn't it? You know when like you know when you think you finished an argument and then somebody mumbles something under their yeah, breath it afterwards, was that. and it it yeah. that makes you more mad than yeah, you were at yeah. the start. I think that also shows how much rivalry there is between the two from yeah. the lower formulas, like the fact Esteban didn't want to say sorry he in fact wanted to say his opinion and then come back at him as well which then sort of further backs up the claim of the whole he wants to stick it to max so he probably is mm. in deep down being like i don't really care that much like you know, but it's just yeah. uh, it's an interesting what, what one. was your thoughts on the whole it's it's ri- like some people were like this happened should be banned for pushing him and no. stuff and then other people were like oh well senna punched blah blah yeah. blah i hate Schumacher. that yeah. i hate, I hate that. That use yeah, using using a different era, a diff- not even a different era. Yeah. Trying to say that it's okay to hit somebody or to attack somebody just because a legend did it way yeah, back when. Ridiculous. Cough, in no, my well, opinion. I think I think the, I think the <laughs> thing is that they were saying that Senna was not not applauded for it, but it's very much a bit in the Senna movie where everyone's like, "Oh, isn't he so passionate?" and all that kind of stuff. Which Piss I think, off, yeah, like, which I think is, is bollocks. Just basically. like there's other ways to be passionate <laughs> yeah. and being physical. Like F one, F one is not a physical sport, no. right? No. Pe- the, the, I've seen a few arguments like, "Oh, have you never seen people at, like rugby players like they have proper like." proper punch up and stuff wow so you've got a twitter voice and this is like rugby voice yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, i'm trying to be I like think <laughs> i think it is because it happens in quite a few sports because they're face-to-face contact whereas it's you never see it sport. in motorsport and it is almost surprising that you don't see it in motorsport because we always say think how obviously max is very is is on another level compared to other drivers, but All right. everyone. Oh no! No, I meant like anger and aggression. I think it's in his genes. Yeah, and you know, I mean, everyone has their moments in the cool down room where look, I mean, Rosberg like threw the cat w- uh, earlier this season. Hamilton said the whole dickhead thing, and mm-hmm. that caused a bit of controversy. And I, for me personally. I think that Red Bull needs to take some responsibility for the staff that are not dealing with him. So one of the things I was thinking was that, because for me, what I didn't like was that Christian Horner said he's lucky that he... Yeah. Yeah. And me and uh, Dan, our editor, were having a chat about um, how it's obviously not surprising that a team supports their driver, but when does it become too far? Mm. So the thing we were saying was Max Max um is becoming almost almost like a a a, a pet like a, a parent not telling off their kid if you like. Yeah. And obviously the more they do it the more they're naughty and they don't have discipline. And Red Bull have you know if if Max goes to push someone and his Red Bull team are saying, oh, you should have smacked him. And Helmut Marko is saying, yeah, you were right there, like you lost the race and all this kind of stuff. He's going to do it again. Yeah. And an interesting point that I thought is Vettel went through the same thing himself mm-hmm. where he crashed into Weber and the team blamed Weber and, he, and Vettel was the golden Red Bull child. Yeah. 
and without uh like um screwing Vettel fans here but look at the year he's had with his meltdowns and he he's meant to be the mature mm-hmm. four-time world champion driver maybe maybe part of his upbringing from Red Bull has made him the way he is where he's hot-headed look at what happened at the Weybridge you know he he has yeah. a lot of hot-headed moments for someone that's 30 31 something like that and has been in Formula 1 for a very long time mm. I but think Red Bull needs I, to I, take I, t- I totally agree like I think having heard what he said on the radio there should have been somebody there to handle him yeah because like like we've said before the adrenaline and the emotions that go you that you must go through oh, having yeah. lost a race like that. Absolutely no. You need to be held back. You need somebody to go. I know you're angry, to just come but this, this is not the, the, the time. The second Max yeah. said that radio message, yeah, Christian they Horner, should, have should as a team principal, should have come on the radio and said, 100%. "Max, look, I know you're angry. If you don't do anything, everyone will say that race win was robbed from you. Everyone will think you're an absolute legend because." you should have won that race you you drove an amazing drive you're driver of the day mm-hmm. instead the, yeah people are now it's changed his reputation there's again, there's more it? respect and dignity as mm. like as crappy as it sounds mm. so many more people would have respected that drive had he have just walked away i mean it's great yeah. for the memes but i mean it was <laughs> it was interesting to see but i just and i i think the fia were completely right in in how they handled it. They were right. Uh, They actually said in their statement, while sympathetic to Verstappen's passion, the stewards determined that it is the obligation of sportsmen at this level to act appropriately and as role models to other drivers at all levels and found found that Verstappen failed in this respect. Yeah. And he has to do two days of community service, whichever that, whatever that means. Yeah, I I love that. All I I imagine is like an orange bib at the side of a road, you know? So so, uh, when Vettel had the same for his... Baku moment. Oh yeah, he had to do. What did he do? He appeared on video link uh, to a road safety course or something. That didn't. Yes, yeah, didn't somebody else have yeah. to do that as well? Yeah. They usually because you know they've got the big like road safety yeah. campaign. I think he's just probably gonna have to do a did little that. bit Rosberg's more. Rosberg's in one of them, isn't he? Maybe that yeah. was like Alonso. <laughs> Alonso was in it too. Yeah. But um, no, I think those guys did it out of choice, or maybe. Money's Moolah. Um, Oh, Tommy, your wife. How do I meet? (laughs) (laughs) Tommy, we've spoken about messages from your wife at work. (laughs) And quit. Carry on. Yeah, I think... But there was an interesting comment. Hello, Tommy's wife. Again, I forget who said (laughs) it. But they said... They were talking about how... it It was Lewis Hamilton, actually. He spoke about how... F1 is probably one of the biggest team sports in the world. There are thousands of people. Yeah. Or, you know, like how many? 1,800 people, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Mercedes has. Um, that, that go into putting that F1 car on for 21 races a year and only one person or two people drive the cars. Mm. They said, even though it's a massive team sport, as a driver, you're completely alone. You feel completely alone. All the attention is usually on you. You know, you unless you're Bottas, you have nobody else. going round. Thought I was the Bottas roaster. <laughs> no, I hate him now. Um, <laughs> I don't hate him. You have like, and le- apart from your other driver, who is also your rival, nobody understands what goes through your head when you're doing a race or doing a race weekend. And Lewis was saying about how lonely that makes you feel. And I think when you're somebody like Max Verstappen who not only are you on your own, but you're also have a lot of pressure on yourself. Like he has had pre- like insane levels of pressure from him since the world go. Mm. He was the youngest ever F1 driver up until Stroll came along. And he had a lot to prove. I mean, he had a, people, like a father. when Hamilton joined, people thought Anthony Hamilton was pushy parent and Yacht has taken that to another level yeah. in terms of like, he had that, race didn't he where his family stopped going just so he could have a little bit of you know a head check exactly so much so pressure on whilst them. i cannot and won't condone max's behavior post-race I, I don't think we can completely blame him for no we can't blame him they didn't they didn't as, as you know you mentioned red bull didn't manage it at all mm. well they yeah. just didn't care if anything um but at 
at Squeass actually said uh, asked the question: Is the drivers showing their emotion a good or bad thing? And I think it's a great thing. It's, it's a great, great thing for the sport. Thing, yeah. I think stuff like well, it was sad to see, but like Ricardo when he was completely gone uh, after Mexico, where he was like, well, maybe Gasly can drive my car and stuff like that. Sort of stuff is is great because it adds to the whole story of Formula One. Yeah, but it's, it's when the physical, yeah. it's when the physical. Like I love it when drivers rant and you know oh, yeah. lose the lose the plot. But then it it just becomes a, another sort of level when you know. You know, fists start coming out and stuff, which I don't agree with. I we don't, don't want it to cool. become like NASCAR, where they actively encourage it and start filming it's it on just YouTube. A farce. It... You, they do. Yeah. What you you want it to become like NASCAR? Not, not entirely like that. You don't even no, watch Formula One, so I mean, ha- just go watch <laughs> boxing. Like, if you want to see people beat each other yeah. up, go watch the boxing. Like, that's not what I've come to see. Yeah, yeah. It makes me feel uncomfortable it, a little it, bit watching it. I'm like, it's just sad. It's yeah. just like the fact that they like you think physical violence yeah. is the way that you sort your well, problems out. I think Max out. and Esteban was probably the limit for like the sorts of passion that I'd want to see. Like, I mean, that yeah. was again even a little bit over the limit, the, the pushing and stuff. But I want them, you know, getting up in each other's faces. That's cool to watch when they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's having an argument. Yeah. Fine, but uh, I think that's the limit for me. Right, Tommy. Before we continue on with uh, Max Verstappen, give me your three-word race review so we can cover some other areas oh, that well, isn't Max Verstappen. Yeah, no, I know. Right. Uh, mine is FIA Weybridge Madness. <laughs> I <laughs> guess we're tied into yeah. that. Yeah, and it's just hilarious that this really normally quiet, insignificant place <laughs> has, become. has just been the absolute kind of mayhem land of the Brazilian Grand Prix where not only um, you had the Verstappen and Ocon shove gate. Um, the FIA guy was losing the plot. Yeah. He was like, get or, away from the scales. Yeah. We've just had to we, buy yeah, a few we've had to, yeah, we've just fixed the scales. And that's referring to, obviously, in qualifying, where Vettel broke the scales when he had to go on the Weybridge. So a lot of people don't understand why he had to go on the Weybridge. So do you want to explain why that happened? So uh, cars get randomly checked. Randomly for all the people that thought it was unfair. unfair. That was random. Yeah. Because I saw a great point. uh, I think it was from Chamber that said, uh, shout out to Chamber, who said what would have been unfair is if they went, oh, Sebastian Vettel, your uh, title... Uh, you, you've got a chance of winning this race and all that kind of stuff. We won't weigh you. Yeah, that's exactly. That's bias. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So he randomly got chosen, which, yes, it was an unfortunate time, but Ferrari chose to, to do... change their tyres. Yeah. Risky when the rain uh-huh. was coming and qualifying. Changed their tyres. Vettel, uh, Kimi changed his tyres. Vettel came in to change his tyres and got brought to the Weybridge. So, and this is where the car has to be at it a has certain to be, Yeah, weight. weighed. You have to turn the engine off. It takes a bit of time. It's happened before where drivers... I'm sure it's happened this year. I'm sure R- Ricardo like, has had a moment where you unfortunately get weighed when you're yeah, maybe in the, drop, the, game, you're in the drop zone and you're and it's like, it's a race against time now, but it happens, it's a lottery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, everyone would run their cars underweight. Yeah, exactly. It's a part of the game, um, where, which isn't really televised so, so much. No, or it, explained. It, or it, no, yeah. and but they have you, to be at a certain weight limit. I don't know what yeah. that weight is. What Do you know what that weight is? Because it's obviously a combination of the driver and the car. But, yeah, um, I can't remember exactly. But yeah, so that's just a check that they are. But what happened with right. Vettel was, and and again, like, bit of a needless petty mm-hmm. sort of meltdown where he knocks over a coat and he's there waving his arms about saying come on hurry up like mm. get this done doesn't turn the engine off almost runs over not he runs i know over that's that an exaggeration no so he, he almost runs goes over, over that guy's foot to be fair the guy's like he's like get out of the way and he's holding a yeah. brakes on sign yeah <laughs> but that it breaks clearly on yeah yeah, yeah. but also i love the fact that f1 is like multi-million pound sport and someone's got like Breaks on written in a piece of word, <laughs> like word art written <laughs> on it, and it's like, put your brakes on. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he um, goes in there, and if you watch, uh, a fan took a video of it. He spins his rear tires up, and the two scales go flying back. Oh, do they? they yeah. Were, he were, the guy stood behind was so lucky to not get a face full of scale. Really? Like they <laughs> shot out. I mean, Jesus. you can understand. You could. You can understand. Like yeah. F one 
car is yeah. like spinning its wheels, well, yeah, it's the velocity intense, yeah. of which that scale was coming out was like, I mean, it wasn't like, it didn't fly off the ground, but it, <laughs> if that guy had still been stood behind the car, he'd have had a nasty Decapitated. It was off injury. the scale. Well, he, I think his feet might have God. been cut off. Oh, geez. Wow. Uh, yeah, so Vettel was actually fined and received a reprimand. A hefty fine as well. 25,000 euros. I'm sure that won't break the bank for, for him. He should have been Someone qualified. was asking, like, oh, does, does he pay that? Because there's certain wording where is that him to pay rather than Ferrari? Yeah, you think it would be. Or do you think that's in his contract is, where Ferrari would just cover it? It did make me laugh, though, that 25 grand for the team that gets 50 million pounds for being Ferrari. Yeah. So that's literally yeah. like, oh, I'll just write you a check now. Yeah. I think the driver does get fined personally. Mm. Yeah. Uh, like you say, he might, might have something in, the contract, in his contract. So it's like, I, I was, for that. I'm not going to lie, I was very surprised he wasn't disqualified. But I think that we, it's, I think it's, he should have been. What I found, really? what I found strange is that they originally said that they didn't f- get a reading for his weight, mm-hmm. and that was the whole investigation, but then they came out and they said could, that they, they did, did get a weight. Yeah. So uh, obviously that's the whole point, is that whether he, if they hadn't got a weight, then I'm assuming that's where the disqualification yeah, would come Yeah, I think... Initially, when I saw it, I was like, he's going to be disqualified for that. Because, yeah, they I assumed that they hadn't got the weight because uh, Carlos Sainz had the same a couple of years ago. He missed the weight bridge and he got disqualified and he got sent to the back of the grid. Yeah. So I think everyone thought he was going to be disqualified. Mm. But even still, it's it was still questionable what he did to, you know. Yeah, it was. It definitely deserved at least mm. a fine, which is what he got. And what I found, mm. yeah, the 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 worst was that the guy was saying brakes on, and he was like just driving, and the car was like Jesus. And then you know, and then and then obviously the guy beckoned him on and beckoned him off. But I mean, I you could argue just lost you, it. you could argue that if Max has to go do um, community service for being a bad role model, and the four-time world champions almost running people over and yeah. spinning his wheels That's and the flinging thing. the scares out. It's like consistency the, again, the it? people, the young kids that are trying to learn to go kart and stuff are watching him, and he's meant to be the yeah. Seeing sort of Vettel's psychology and sort of mental state over the last few races, <laughs> like if, if Ferrari and Mercedes are a bang level again next year, I don't see him having a, a chance again because he just doesn't seem to be in the right mind frame. Because of Charles. Oh well, no, I was actually Mercedes versus Ferrari, but oh no, Charles will wipe the floor with him now. I think, especially yeah, with this kind of like. I well, mean, I don't know. It's, it's very difficult to say. My, it's all speculation. My worry with Charles seventh is that best of the rest. Sorry, carry on. That he might be too much of a nice guy to. Oh no, he challenge. wants to win. He wants to win. I think so. He's got a. He's not, got a bad side to think, him. You, he's you gonna punch him. No, he's not. What, are, you, are you saying only? <laughs> you think bad he'll... guys can finish first? I'm saying that if next year Leclerc wins a race or whatever and then Ferrari say to him, look, Vettel needs to win, turn it down, he'd probably be like, okay, I'll wait wait for my year to be the number one driver. Ferrari are looking for another successor. Yeah. yeah, I think they are. I genuinely think that Vettel's not good enough. He hasn't, they the haven't, whole, he hasn't given them a, a championship That yet. was the whole reason he's been given the seat for next year because they weren't Otherwise they'd go, have kept Kimi, right? Yeah. yeah. And they weren't... What have they got to gain from having another year of Kimi? I love Kimi. But he is just... I mean, actually, we were looking through the stats and Kimi's had more podiums podiums than Vettel. Vettel, Which is insane. And what amazed me when you were looking at the championship standings is to say that... And I will admit I did do this. Slay Kimi (laughs) for not winning races and not even coming close to winning races while that was challenging for a title... Kimmy's only two race wins behind him now. Which Less than, yeah. That's, He's Mr. Consistency. Still, I know it's else. 50 points, but it's still... For it to be that close... And Kimmy's had three DNFs to Vettel's one. So, again, that's an, another... Well, not potential yeah. 50 points, because Kimmy's only won one race, but... Well, we were saying a lot podiums. of the times when... I mean, I guess this is kind of like, duh. But a lot of times when Kimmy's been on the podium, Seb's been in, like, P5. Yeah. Mm. Like, not even... Cl- like, well... Five is over there, but not close. What Kimmy would have done if they'd have uh, brought him into the pits and yeah, exactly. I was going to say and not being the sacrificial, just being a sacrificial lamb, (laughs) fifty laps on super softs. (laughs) But I think the nice thing is like, not that I ever think Kimmy's not enjoyed racing because obviously that is the reason why he's still there, and you can tell he just genuinely just wants to drive. Mm -hmm. Um, But the past few races, he's been revitalised. He's been like. Yeah. What have you done with When he him? was defending from Hamilton in America, like Vettel wingmanned out the way. Yeah. 
for Kimmy. That was quite but a also, moment. Like, getting out the I can't believe that. That was <laughs> getting out the car, great. smiling. That's two times Actually, in three races as well, isn't it? Yeah, that he's letting like, through. Get out of the way, Vettel. Kimmy's Kimmy's faster, number one. Like... Seb's going to Sauber next year now. I mean, got <laughs> it first. I mean, wow. I wouldn't put it past him, <laughs> but. Yeah, he's a. I don't know. Maybe he just feels like the pressure's off a little bit because yeah. he's he's going to Salba. He's probably not gonna. Well, Kimmy looks a lot happier now. Yeah. Just in general, Kimmy it? has no pressure. It maybe that's it. It shows it shows the pressure because Vettel clearly is under Huge unbelievable pressure. amounts of pressure. And you, I keep hearing these stories that he goes back to Red Bull all the time to speak to Christian Horner and Newey because it's like his family home. Yeah. That he feels happier when he's talking to them and he goes to talk to Helen wow. Marker about him in like his races go back. Yeah, Ooh. I wonder if he just doesn't have like a connection with the Ferrari yeah. team. I think he probably is trying so hard to emulate Schumacher and the it's been his dream forever to win a title with Ferrari. He's maybe he's overthinking and overdriving and all that kind of stuff. And you know he might not just be a, a fit, you know, as you say with with Ferrari. Like his personality is very much one that's fun. He he lo- he loves to have a joke, doesn't he? And mm-hmm. and then Ferrari and I don't know. I just don't know if his personality really maybe. fits in with the team as well. And I don't Could know. Be. It's it's it, I think it's a combination of many factors. There's so many politics in Formula One that it's not just about a fast driver, is it? No. Right. We need to move on. Hamilton versus Sorokin incident wasn't even investigated. It's something we need to talk about quickly. That mm. is, I, I mean, I yeah. can controversial. I, 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 I don't really know why it wasn't investigated, but I don't think it should have been a penalty because they're both on outlaps. So, but then he also had a moment with Kimi where it was kind of like, yeah, uh, that was that wasn't so bad. The Sorokin one, like that, could have been. It could have been nasty. The, the, again, like the rule, the unwritten rule is if you're going slowly, you don't move position. No. You you stick where you are. Hamilton the absolutely car. crapped his pants. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> oh my where god! Was it was it uh, the two Torosos in Baku when yes. they almost they had nearly, a plane oh crash? Because yes. that was the same god, thing where Hartley was sort of been dawdling a bit. He was sort of shock Hartley. Yeah, dawdling. he was going really slow, and that turned scary. a little bit. And that, that could he would have he would have been in gone into the buildings. Yeah, yeah he would have been in <laughs> gone into the castle. Yeah, he yeah, actually would have. That would have been scary. Uh, but yeah, so I guess... I think it should have been investigated, yeah. at the very least. It definitely fuels the kind of, like, it's a load of bollocks. It's the same people that think that Ocon crashed on purpose, but there's this whole <laughs> whole thing that, like, oh, uh, the FIA want Hamilton to win and Mercedes to win, which is total nonsense. No, absolutely rubbish. But at the same time, the stuff like that doesn't it help. doesn't help that it's not just, even just being investigated under, yeah, just put it like, under investigation like Sorokin literally went off the track so you don't, you don't yeah. even have to actually investigate no, it just, put, under, the just put the graphic just up, the graphic up. <laughs> yeah fine I wonder how many times they've done that I wonder how many times they've done that in, in the, well, in no, the history well no because they have to send out paperwork and it's a yeah, big just, old just job. send out the default one yeah we looked at it and yeah nothing happened cool <laughs> <laughs> driver of the day Oof, see, the driver think... of the day Verstappen in terms of oh, the actual drive. Give me a br- How is it not? I'm joking. Yeah, no, it's, it's true. I did love. It was really funny though when the driver of the day graphic came up and he was like popping veins. <laughs> like, the, the picture of him is like smiley in the corner of his graphic, yeah, and then he was like ready to like <laughs> pop. It was quite. Funny. I don't because I think I would have said Max would have all said over, Max, but I just I can't. His reaction, I can't. I c- but can I just that be can't. put under driver of the day? Yeah. Well, because what what we've always said is that it's not just about what happens on track; it's about what happens off track or how you handle things. But for driver of the day, but does it matter? He, no, because that was a no. I just don't okay. think. Who'd you I, give it to? I then? don't know. I genuinely not, don't Hamilton know. Hamilton had a really good driver then pushed <laughs> an, old, an old lady down the stairs. Would he lose driver of the day? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to know. Because Hamilton definitely wasn't driver of the day yesterday. No, Bottas was. Van Dorn, I mean, look at Van Dorn I mean, go. He was fighting for his life, even though he's lost race. his seat and he's going to Formula E. But he had a good race. He did. He was. Mm. I mean, he gave one to Alonso and then finished Alonso's up 14th. Alonso's giving up there, hasn't he? He's, Alonso's he's already in Indy 500 mode. Gear, I think, so. Yeah, what a weird time to announce that. We were t- chatting about that, weren't we? Yeah. Uh oh, we've finished. We've qualified P20 and P18. Oh, IndyCar! Yeah. yeah. Don't look at this. Look yeah. at this. Distraction, men in black, like. Yeah. Everyone's kind of just stopped talking about them now, haven't they? Like, McLaren's just fading into I nothing. I was really, was like, so uh, weird. Alonso was so chirpy, and it was like, P18, and he was kind of like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to finish last in Abu Dhabi. Doesn't matter. 
That's it. Really, yeah. Which is 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 sad. Really, yeah, it's it? Fernando Alonso's last race, and everyone's kind of just not really, you know, just oh it, oh it's his last race kind of thing. Oh, it's, it's one of the best drivers of all time. Not, like, I mean, it's sad. Again, we, I think we um, harked back to it a little a few few podcasts ago, but Massa's send off was huge both times. Yeah. Um, and for Alonso, I just feel like nothing. Just go sit on that deck chair, mate. Happened. Right, cool. Maybe. Well, I guess they're saving it for Abu Dhabi, whereas Massa, they did but, it but in Brazil a race yeah. early, so it kind of. But I even feel like every time they were like, oh, "This is Massa's last." This is Ma- Massa's Ameri- third to last yeah, race. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I did feel like there was more yeah. of that. Yeah, it's true. And and Jensen actually as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was like, <gasps> I don't think the maybe it's because he's already announced he's driving somewhere else. Or maybe it's because he didn't announce he was retiring, even though he is retiring from Formula One and everyone knows it. Or maybe it's just because he's a sour person. No one really gives a shit. Whoa. Right. And on that note, we're going to go to our predictions for Brazil. <laughs> okay. So, Jess, you said Hamilton won't win. Well, that's awkward. Oh, okay. He did. No. No <laughs> There's no half a point There's to no Hamilton point. won't I, win. Well, <laughs> I used to the honest, phrase Hamilton and win. He shouldn't have won. That prediction was stolen from me by Max. Right, okay, so you're bitter with about I'm bitter. Yeah, okay. And there will be a deck chair tribute to Alonso, which is correct. That was there my was. prediction actually that I gave you. But I claimed that it I said to everybody it wasn't my prediction. Oh, Calm no. down, alright? Yeah, but no, I just, just put it down. Just right, are you gonna are you gonna get your fists out? You're gonna start pushing people? I'm gonna start pushing Jess, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so <laughs> that's you. that's one point. Okay. Jess, that's never the answer. <laughs> I'm sending to the stewards, okay? Right. <laughs> Alistair's the stewards. You won't win drugs. So what's your verdict? Like that. Uh, let's hurry up and finish this podcast. Okay, brilliant. Thanks, thanks, Ali. Uh, Jason said uh, both Alonso and Ricardo will retire. No, and Magnussen will whinge about Alonso again. No, they were nowhere near each other on the track. I said Nico Hulkenberg will finally get a podium. <laughs> Incorrect. He DNF'd. And Van Dorn will outqualify Alonso. God damn it, he didn't. Your predictions were terrible. We No one's got... Oh, actually... I go away for one podcast oh, and you don't get a single... Cry me a river. Let's get rid of him uh, for Van Dorn, will, <laughs> Van Dorn will outqualify Alonso. But he beat him in the race. Ah. Uh, okay. All right, cool. Fine, no worries. Uh, Van we're not doing that anymore. God, Sorry, you are God. bitter about not being on Mexico, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus, get over it. Bring back Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the hashtag trending. Uh, fan predictions. Don't Lewis will hit the wall in quali. Nope. nope. Bottas refuses to pass Lewis without a fight. He was nowhere near him. Max will pull another move like on Rosberg a while ago in the rain. No. Useless. Good. Absolutely Good useless. predictions, everyone. Did we, so the only one we got right was the Alonso one? Yeah. Which is yours, not Thomas. Yours. Good, so good prediction, win. Jess. Now, predictions what for Abu Dhabi, Dhabi, Jess. Um, Bottas, Bottas will. will be given the win, finally. And Come then on, how? I mean, I, I'm just imagining the scenario of Hamilton <clears> being 20 <throat> seconds down the road and then just slowing to a halt and being like, "Oh, Bottas, you, you have this one." I think, I think, I think wait, he'll wait. throw it in quali. Yeah, he'll go. He'll get P2 in quali, yeah. and give Bottas P1, and then he'll literally just like follow I him. I don't think Hamilton will give him shit personally, but do you know? I think he wants to like absolve Sochi. I mean, we're the best teammates ever, aren't we? We're like, we're oh, I think that would make it worse. Shut up about that. Best partnerships the, the, ever. Yeah, the only reason is because he Bottas makes is you. A yeah, exactly. <laughs> he makes you look like a rock star because he is nowhere. Bottas, move over. Okay. Yes, James. Okay, yeah. James. Copy, James. Thanks, copy, James. I mean, fair enough. He's a team player. I'll give him that. But, but have my some, have God, some heart. just race, man. Will, will you let me through He's now? the nicest man ever. He's oh, got yeah. the nicest man in F1. But you can't but... be nice to win. You've got to be a bad man, which is what we said earlier. Yeah. Well, not totally bad. Very bad. And your second one, <laughs> Jess. Um, linking to that, Mercedes will deny they gave Bottas the win. Even though Hamilton stopped to a halt on the straight. Yeah, or something oh, like I that. Oh, I had engine issues. Okay, Tommy. Uh, there'll be a really cheesy overlay on the track saying goodbye to Alonso. What about Ocon? There won't be. No. What about Van Dorn? Nothing for no. God. They're not legends like Ocon's the great Fernando Alonso, are oh, they? Oh, do you think do you think Sky and Channel Four are gonna do like a big like farewell segment for all of the drivers that we're losing this year? Losing? Like, yeah, like are they dying? <laughs> They're no longer winners. Yeah. <laughs> Just gravestones. The uh, people that we lost. Potentially. Are you trying are you are you throwing this out as a prediction? Well, yeah, I have But we've we've got nine. I'm sorry, Jess. we'll use it as a an honourable mention tenth if, if, I, it, if it comes through. I'm going to replace... If, so if Bottas doesn't win, okay. I'm going to replace uh, it. This is a Joker card that never existed, but <laughs> sure. It's the last podcast for the sequel <laughs> season race podcast, so... Yeah, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Verstappen will get 
sick of everyone talking about the Ocon fight and all that kind of stuff, and he'll make some sassy comment and get angry in the press conference about it. Yeah, I think that's a that's a that's a point already. I think. And my two are Van Dorn will outqualify Alonso. <laughs> you really I'm want le- that one to run, I'm holding you? out. Just, just. I mean, if he doesn't outqualify Alonso in this race, he's literally got the clean sweep on him, right? Yeah. yeah. Has that That's, ever happened? I don't. You, you should know this. You're like you're the founder of WTF One. I don't know. But, so you know did we actually? We didn't talk about this very quickly. As I just said, the founder. There was someone that came up to you recently. Oh, oh yeah. So I, I messaged you about this because. If you remember in really early podcasts, you really wanted to make it a thing where my you name was the founder. the founder and I no longer had a name. Yeah. And uh, I went to the uh, Donington Museum before it closed, um, RIP, and uh, some kid just comes up to me and goes, wait, you're not the founder, are you? <laughs> <laughs> what did that you makes say? Me so happy. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm nice to meet you. And in my head was, for sake, Matt. <laughs> I'm so happy. If anyone ever meets Tommy from here on in, please call him the founder. Thank you. Uh, and my other one was Shah will be best of the rest. Shout out to Shah, best of the rest in that last race. Seventh. Nice. That'll be three times in a row if he does it in Abu Dhabi. Good. Uh, <laughs> fan predictions. Victor Kendo, easiest one stop of the season. Uh, at Jose Curva 22, Max will get to third in the World Drivers' Championship, which means he needs to overhaul a 17-point deficit to Kimi Raikkonen, which means a second or a first well, place I've, with Kimi Dianne. Yeah, I was going to say over Mr. Consistent. Yeah, I think Kimi's going to Kimi doesn't, yeah. Kimi, Kimi will be, be on the podium. And sunglasses fi- on. And fine, I want to see Kimi on the podium. Last time out, yeah, Ferrari. Could be his last ever with podium. With his sunglasses. Probably. I mean, definitely. It's a sad thought. It's a Sauber. I mean, it's definitely going to be. Never know. Yeah. And finally, at Woodsy 2020, Fernando Alonso will stand on the podium at some point. He does only have ironic podiums now, doesn't he? In yeah, F1 like Brazil with, with Jensen. And and, what yeah. Was it Monza with Jensen as well? Yeah. Was it, was it Monza as well? Yeah. He did, yeah. He's always just... He's just a banter, isn't he? He's a meme now. He's just a, He's gone from world champion to meme. He's just accepted it. Wow. So I can see the headlines now. Alonso from world champion to meme. That would be his FOM graphic. Just his, Fernando his, Alonso meme. His, <laughs> his epitaph. <laughs> yeah. Whenever he's just in the paddock, just yeah. meme. They cool. should put. He's got a museum. They should put the deck chair in it. That would be cool. Yes. Why has no one done this yet? Imagine if you could sit in it. Yes. Okay, well, I mean, I, there's there's nothing else to say in this podcast. Thank you so much for watching the uh, Brazilian Grand Prix WTF1 podcast. Sorry for talking so much about Ocon and Verstappen. Please don't kill me for my thoughts. Although I think Max, uh, Max I think the uh, comments are already there. Don't Tommy worry. will kill me. Yeah, yeah, I can already see people typing, even though it's not even out yet. And Jess, uh, any final any final thoughts? Yeah, I know I've given it to you this time, not Tommy. Uh, um... Final thoughts of anything? It's fun, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Why can't I think of words? I know, isn't it? It's amazing. Can you believe it's, it's our last podcast? Well, in, the, last in the room room. Yeah. In the, no, it's our last season. podcast in the room End of season room. podcast, no? Oh, yeah. We might Would do an end of season podcast. Yes, we are, Ali. We might do... Boxes. We'll remove the we'll boxes. We'll move the boxes. Thank you, Ali. Or we'll be in the boxes. Tommy, final we'll thought? We'll have sold everything by then. Final thought? Yep. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.